Hey, good evening. I'm Courtney West. And I'm Princess Roxy. And welcome to the Playground After Dark. Yes, so this playground is created so that we can talk about all the things that we like to do after dark. Whatever taboo that is, whatever kink that is, whatever extracurricular activity that might be. Uh, there is no subject that is too taboo for us to talk about. We're so, here to color with all the crayons and all the lines and figure out which line is what. So thank you for joining us tonight. And we're going to get into it. So tonight we're going to go over, you know, Princess Roxy likes to come up with the most of the most of the most. She's just so extra and I love it. And so we were talking about it and we we're talking about, you know, the difference between what is a fetish versus what is a taboo and she asked me you know do you know the difference i'm like not really and so you know we're gonna hit you this week we're gonna really go and dive deep into the fetishes and then next week we're gonna hit them taboos so so miss rock miss princess roxy ma'am what is the difference (laughs) between a fetish and a taboo boo so (laughs) so the new word they're using now for taboos is cake. So remember back in the day, there was like that HBO sex after dark and it was like all things taboo. <laughs> yes, honey. I used to watch it because we didn't have HBO. So, you know, when it become mm. in that different color. So if you would change the channel over, you could watch like it. Gray squiggly line. Yes, it was the gray squiggly, <laughs> but it was a little green. So mm-hmm. yes, I would like watch that real sex and all the things. You'd be all mm. little under the blanket. It's like, so yes, I know it well. So I feel like that's kind of what set me on this path in life because mm-hmm. we had HBO <laughs> so for the movies <laughs> I love it like I felt like if you were like really like the dirty people got HBO because it's like it's about the movies it's really not you couldn't wait till it turned midnight so you could watch like I was obsessed with real sex because mm-hmm. you know I was like that's what I want, like, because I didn't understand the idea of sex, but, like, if this is sex, that's the kind of sex I want, because I thought it was cool that they had, like, the black vagina monologues, and then have people, like, different stuff with leather and stuff. I was like, what is this? But also, if you had Cinemax, y'all were the real, the real, real. Well, Cinemax, yes, you had the Cinemax, the Skinemax, (laughs) remember? It's the Skinemax. But I always thought it was interesting because it's soft porn, so mm. you would see them like you know like no one could really like give like head but they were like oh. yeah <laughs> in the spot of just the top of the head <laughs> yes and then it's like and her head was all up in there or... I always wondered were they really hard at that time me too and you never saw like their penises or anything you would see their the woman's head and you could see her breast but you could never see and there's other always like buried in the lap (laughs) so i always found that amusing and there's usually a blanket with it so i'm just like um and actually uh was in early 2000 mid 2000s they came out with that um movie pirates which was like a spoof of pirates of the caribbean but it was yes And they had, like, this is when Blockbuster was a thing for all y'all old cats out there. So you could go to Blockbuster and rent this, basically, on VHS or DVD, because we still had VHS back And it was softcore. Like, but the thing is, it was also a hardcore. So they filmed softcore scenes specifically for this Blockbuster-friendly version. 
because I, I rented it. <laughs> I just, okay. I, <laughs> so I never rented it, but I went to Farrah Villa in Cocoa Beach and I saw the boat and I was like, oh, that's so cool. And Farrah Villa is like yeah. the, the, the biggest sex toy shop ever. And it was such a cool experience to be able to see the boat. But I've never like um really... I heard about the video and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch that. But I remember going over to Blockbuster, you have to like try to sneak over that section because you're like, <laughs> you didn't want anyone to see you. So you're like, oh my God. Who, did, who didn't want anyone to see them? Listen, yeah. listen. <laughs> I was that I kid. I was, I'm proud. I smacked that card down on the table. I am 18 years old. No, I was, <laughs> I was so not ready. I was so the complete opposite <laughs> of the shy one. It's interesting. Like when I was younger, I loved hanging out in like sex toy shops. And I'm like, I was in high school, but I looked like I was older. And I was like, this would be the coolest job ever. Cause I was just like, I loved all the toys and all the things, but you you couldn't let like your mom know where are you hanging out? So she's thinking like, we're going down to the beach. And I was like, I was really hanging out with the sex shopping. I I was shopping, (laughs) but I was always hanging out in sex toy shops because I just thought they were the most interesting people. And just to hear about what they were doing. And then to watch people, I, like, got a kick out of it to see, like, Ooh, what are you going to buy? What are you going to buy? Ooh, what is that? What is that? Ooh. <laughs> you can do with that toy. <laughs> right. It's like, so I would go and watch them. Like, it was kind of, like, semi-stalkery. But, like, I would watch what they do. And then I'd come behind them and look and see what that is. And then I would ask the person, like, hey, what is this? What does that do? How are they going to use this afterwards? Mm-hmm. So I've always been, like, an interested sex nerd but <laughs> i in a way of like you couldn't like share like shh, shh, what do you do and so out of my friends like we all were like private school kids or super church kids so you know i was the one who knew the information and i'm like i hang out in the stats store so da, 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 da. <laughs> but um you know as an adult and kind of more moving into that vibe it's like you know um like what what is it? Because I never, you never think of it like that. It's like, what is really a kink? Prefer, mm-hmm. like, what is the difference between a kink and then, oh, this is a fetish per se? Because I thought, I've always thought that they were pretty interchangeable. And I never thought about this is the difference of it and how it was mm-hmm. explained to me as a child or growing up was like they were both just wrong. So you shouldn't have a right. fetish, you shouldn't They're have a kink. So, taboo. Right, it was taboo. It was unacceptable. <laughs> both of them were taboo. So I was just like, what are you doing? I, I only want to have sex in the dark, missionary, with your husband when you're trying to procreate. Right. And anything more <laughs> than that was not acceptable. But then it's like, well, what if I enjoy this for sex? Or what mm-hmm. if it's like, you know, I thought that, you know, laying there, you know, like and you're watching these movies, they were like, ooh, let's make love and be all. Uh, yeah. I was, uh, the pornos for women now disgust me. <laughs> I just was so not that person. Like, who is getting excited about? Oh, stroke my hair He's while you rubbing my it. face. Yes, tell me you're so beautiful. Me. I'm almost there. I'm like, please don't do that. Bend me over. Pull some hair. Do some things. So I've always like found that very interesting. So when you asked about that, it's like, is that, is that my kink? Is that no. my fetish? Or is it just like? 
I don't, I just never got it into it. As like, it's women, they always put it like, we're supposed to like this light, meek stuff where it's missionary. You're there, you're just taking it all in. It's, I'm like, it's not your, your harlot, your Jezebel, <laughs> the woman <right>. in red. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is boring. Number one, two, he's sweating on me because they'd be all in it. And then it's like, you're on the bottom. So they're dripping down. I'm like, that's yeah, all into it. Like, oh, you're like, could you? make less of all of this <laughs> like, i just like or if you're gonna you're do doing, all that <laughs> let's do some fun to, bend me over so i don't have to watch it there's How a way that? to growl when you're on top that is appropriate versus those weird orangutan grunts y'all are doing <laughs> so, i don't know i like a good growl if you're like i'm like oh <laughs> ah! okay, what else so i like a good growl but I like it from, I don't need, I don't feel like I need to look at you. So, since we're talking about kinks and fetishes, one of my kinks, it's not a fetish, right? But my kink is when he gets like this and he goes, <clears throat> oh my God. Oh. Yes. So, Here okay. goes. Candy's off, clothes off. Let's go. I love it. <laughs> so let's go through the difference between a kink and a fetish because I think like, I don't know, like a little bit of chill. People don't know. It's because people don't know. Because it's like, you know, people in that moment, you just caught some people because they're like, it's the growl, it's the choke, it's the both. You know, so, like, we need to talk about choking too at some point and how to do it properly. People don't really know. They just, first <laughs> of all, if I can still breathe and I'm so co- coherent, then it's fine. It's good. We're good. We're good. If I'm like, Ugh. if I'm gasping and you're trying to act, talk to me and ask me questions and I'm like eh, 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 I'm dead I'm yeah dead. Then, it, then it's not fun so it's like <laughs> but I feel like the natural thing is to like if it's too much you're like mm. not like yeah no 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 I'm, I'm telling you it's a no go but as long as I can breathe and I don't need like crushing pressure but I need something that's like a oh I need to know well, you can do crushing pressure you just have to know what you're doing no no you can't <laughs> I don't want no 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 the problem is people do crushing pressure too low, and they really are crushing. I don't need crushing pressure. I need a general hand of comfort of, hey, stay your ass but, right here. Uh, I think that's sexy. And listeners and viewers, one of these days, I'm going to her on camera for y'all to see, and then she's going to change that tune. Okay? I just want y'all to know. Because I used to be a professional dominatrix for 10 years. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Here. We can't be people on camera. That's a that's a whole different kind of show. That we'll do it at the end. We'll do it at the end, so she can go talk to her husband afterwards. Listen, yeah. Listen, or maybe I'll have him come in and do a tutorial. We'll do that instead. <laughs> he might enjoy that. I mean, you know, you have to teach uh, people how to choke, though, because you know what, like, the problem is if he learns that, you can never act up again. Because he'll just he'll know how to handle you. <laughs> That man choked me all damn time. I still act up. I don't be worried about that. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. I'm like, eh, 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 ah. <laughs> that makes me act up more. I'm like excited. I'm like, yes. Are we choking today? Okay. Let's bring it in. Okay. Again, so I know we we're talking about the difference between like a fetish and a kink. So like for me, it's not a it's not a requirement every time to have a choke. But it is nice when you can incorporate one into it. So, like, if you're having a bad day and it's overly stressful, choking is a requirement. You got to give a little, like, ugh, because it's like we're trying to get it all out. 
But if it's just like, you know, it's a pretty decent day, it's whatever, you know, like, we can, we can skip the joke. But right. it's nice. I enjoy it. But it doesn't have to be an all the time thing. So I guess um, <clears throat> to start off, I will say first, what's kink, what's fetish. But before we touched on that, and you talk about vanilla. So a lot of times you hear that. And I'm so sick of these dudes who think they're so funny when you say, I want someone who's not vanilla. And they're like, well, I like chocolate. What is that, that supposed to mean? So, okay. <laughs> then for me, that's what it gets into like a fetishy type of thing. That's mm-hmm. how I've always thought about it as fetish. Like, because a lot of times I have experienced white men who be like, ooh, mm-hmm. I love me some chocolate. Uh, uh, uh. I'm like, I don't so like vanilla, vanilla sex, but it's not, vanilla sex is not just to vanilla looking people. Color. Yeah. yeah, no, vanilla <laughs> sex is, I don't like to be bored. If you're going to sit right. there, hump three times and nut, what is the point? Mm-hmm. That's vanilla. So, <laughs> vanilla is basically all the normal sexual activity. So, like, yes, you might like to try different positions, but essentially, you're still just having plain boring sex. Okay, so let's break down. I think, okay. <laughs> So let's be fair to people because they may not know that they're having boring sex. So okay. why don't we break down what is <laughs> quote unquote? No, because it's not fair because people be thinking in their lives like, oh, say it's boring to me. It might not be boring to you. Right, because we got to break it down for people because they'd be like, what do you mean? Like he cuddles me and holds me close. This that's is right. kind of like, that's that boring ass shit. That's boring sex. So, <laughs> so, like, it's usually the stereotypical missionary, the normal bent over to the side. They have, like, their three good... Maybe doggy. Stroke, right, their good three stroke game things. And and then, then the doggy is not the doggy. It's the, like... There's cho- no ass slapping or choking or hair pulling. No. None of that. And then usually the changes. <laughs> right. And the traditional doggy that they're talking about is not, I don't call it the doggy, I call it the chihuahua. Because it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's not, that's not, I like, I like holding up the hips and the slow humping. <laughs> right. It's like, if we're going to do it, I want the big dog wolf. I want you to bring the pit bull. I need you, you to see all of this back here that I've been doing hundreds of squats for and, and grab it like you own that thing and like go to town. This little like, <laughs> Goodbye. I could have I could have done anything else except this right now. Exactly. So it's <laughs> like, and I feel like when you're talking about vanilla per se, you're talking about something that's a one-sided sex. So mm-hmm. that's more of that super masculine, I'm just getting my nut and going about my business. Mm-hmm. That's like vanilla sex versus like cinnamon spicy sex. Vanilla is- late, as I call it. <laughs> <laughs> so like if you're mixing it up, you're taking that time to like really you know, your partner's just as into it that you're getting yours as they're getting theirs. So therefore, there's some ass smacking, there's a little choking, there's some hair pulling, there's, you know, for the most we into getting smacked around a little bit, you know, that's where you're taking it to, like, now we're putting some chili pepper on it, we're putting a drizzle on it. (laughs) You know, yeah, like, I need you to do some stuff, but it's like, if I gotta just lay there, you done bust the nut, and be like, okay, this is for procreation, I'll be like, I, I feel yeah, I, that's a good that's a good definition. I feel like vanilla sex is the sex you have for procreation. Like, yes, you're enjoying it, but really, like, the end goal is to get pregnant. But like, vanilla light is like we are 
mutually enjoying this act together whatever that looks like no holds barred like we're doing it i like that vanilla <laughs> but that sounds like you like this sounds like vanilla on a diet what do you got vanilla like because you're doing a little bit spicier things maybe it's like madagascar vanilla maybe right because i feel like vanilla, vanilla like pods in it <laughs> so vanilla like to me sounds like something and no gets it no shade to anyone but that sounds like like catholic sex like we're just here to lay here That's vanilla <laughs> no vanilla light is like there's like the blanket in between you know like in cold mm. stuff you have the little blanket and you're just like the <laughs> right we're not touching no bodies we are just in to I win imagine like you know we're in it hit it how do you enjoy baby. sex you can't touch so, but because sex has been in a lot of different, you know, religious contents and everything else, sex is not supposed to be enjoyable. It's for procreation. The Bible says in Leviticus, if you're curious, the letter to the Levites said, a husband and a wife should never withhold sex from each other unless for religious purposes. And since, obviously, if you're having sex for husband and wife it's not just for procreating it's for enjoying each other so that your mind doesn't stray so so and i think that depends on how you were taught because what a lot of times that has same thing has been taken as to force women that you have to have sex with your partner you don't have a choice if you don't want your partner to stray you have to have sex with him no matter what but there's nothing spoken about enjoying the sex mm. and so for what? me i'll i always think about well, you know, being in church and back in the day, it was like when they talked about sex, there was nothing about enjoyment for a woman for sex. Even when it came to men, men were allowed to sow their royal oaks. Mm-hmm. Women, you were supposed to be virgin, you know. It was virgins. talked about. We just weren't allowed to read those chapters, but it was in Song of Solomon's. That's like pre- that was literally a letter to his partner about how he enjoyed her body and she enjoyed his. However, that being said, again in Leviticus, it says husband and wife. Right. Not 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 you not us fornicators out here who's not, doing the things. <laughs> like you know not, not husband gets to force the wife to have sex even when she doesn't want to. It says husband and wife because people will like to read into things that are not there, but the entire chapter was about mutual gratification so that they both do not stray. Okay, because you may want to have sex with her, but if you haven't wooed her up here, it's never going to happen down there, and she'll go find someone else who will. So, these new people do because they think in their minds a lot of times they're not going to go anywhere, we're going to stay and we're going to be faithful, and it's okay to not have our their interests of fetish and kinks. And I feel like a lot of times as women, it has not been talked about, but even let me take that back, even for men. I don't think that a lot of times that we are allowed to express our fetish or kinks to our partners because of sometimes how we were raised and the religious connotations to it. It is not a safe thing to go into our fetishes and kinks. It is about, you know, I'm supposed to have missionary sex. I'm supposed to have vanilla light sex, mm-hmm. have babies, be a good person, and that's it. And that anything that's dealing with fetishes or kinks is debauchery. Mm-hmm. And so you know, it's about you know we're we're a new generation. <laughs> you know, we're you talking about last week. That's true, and it's about you know what is what is that? So let's hit into the fetish. So give me the definition of a fetish. 
So uh, the problem with fetish and kink where people tend to get confused is that they use those terms interchangeably. Uh And while there is crossover, they're not interchangeable. Okay. So Uh a fetish is something that you have to have in order to be sexually aroused. Okay. Whether it's mentally sexually aroused physically, but it's something you have to have. Okay. So for example, what is your, do you have a fetish? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my fetish, it's a little weird, I guess, for some people because I'm so pro-feminist. Um, but I, <laughs> on that note, I have to say, feminism is being you unapologetically. People try to pigeonhole what feminism is. You have to be stronger than a man and blah, blah, blah. Feminism is however you say it is. Just like your sexual orientation, your gender, everything, the way you self-identify is whatever you say it is. For me, feminism is knowing that I'm a princess. I expect certain behaviors from my partners. If mm. you don't treat me that way, then I'm gone, right? Okay. And if you treat me like a princess, I will willingly submit to you. But mm. only if I feel like your masculinity is stronger than my femininity. Okay. So your fetish so is being submissive. Men. Okay, so it's like you like to be submissive with dominant I like those alpha males who take charge. Like, I had a guy say, you are not allowed to open your car door. Not, I will open it for you, but you are not allowed to. I will open the door for you. Okay. okay. And like actually, it. I messed up and I opened the door and I immediately closed it back because I remembered... And I sat there and waited. He came around and he opened the door and he reached in to grab my hand to help me up and kissed my hand. Oh. That is a dominant man. And that right there, that's my fetish. That is what sexually arouses me. Men who are naturally submissive and want to, I mean, and, and not that's not to say like a caretaker man is not dominant too, right? right? Because there are caretaker men. My partner is a caretaker male. But at the same note, if I don't eat a meal... There's hell to pay. Okay. So, and he will let me know that he is very disappointed to me. And that is, that does it for me. Like I'm gone. I'm gone. Okay. So, that is so a fetish. <laughs> you need to say, girl, you better eat this plate of food. Okay. He said, did you eat today? And I'm like, oh, well, something happened. Why did you not eat? Well, because that's not really an answer. That's an excuse. So you like to be put in I your have place. nothing to say. Yes. Because... I'm bossy. <laughs> I've been bossy since I was like three years old. As soon as I can talk, I was telling you, put that toy over there, not over there. Like, I need someone who I feel is stronger than me to let me feel safe enough to let go of that mantle I have to carry every day. To be that strong, proud Black woman who demands respect when she walks in the room. I want to come home and feel safe. I can see that. I could, I could, I guess I could call that as a fetish of myself. I do like a dominant. <laughs> man because i do have to be alpha i do have to play that quote-unquote strong black woman every day in my job and in life and so to be able to come home and be like oh my god yes, daddy. <laughs> right like you know, you say? I, I, know I am like, a brat too so i do act up on occasion but it's all in fun <laughs> I mean, a little act up i think is normal if you're not acting yeah. up a little bit so, like, I, I like a dominant man, but at the same time, you're not going to just tell me what to do. I kind of no. like to work for it. So, it's like that that punish-reward thing mm-hmm. is kind of nice. I'm like, you know. But, I mean, you can also... So, there's a thing. So, some men 
find themselves in dominant roles in their life and they assume that I am dominant because I'm a police officer or a firefighter or in the military, like someone who has like, you know, balls of steel. However, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're a dominant man. Because how you carry yourself at work versus how you carry yourself at home are two different things. I cannot tell you how many doctors, police officers, lawyers, general contractors paid me to abuse them outside of work. Well, you know what? That kind of makes sense. Because when you have all the stresses of the world always on you, you're always having to be alpha. It's nice to give power power (laughs) to give to someone else. You can submit to someone else and allow them to run you and mm-hmm. i can see the allure of that so you know okay mm-hmm. I, I, I can i can give you that piece mm-hmm. okay so you know when we're getting into the fetish ease of the fetishes mm-hmm. i know that you said that you had an a to z of the fetish okay um, okay so these are more so instead of um fetishes exactly because we did talk about what you need to have to sexually arouse you. So these technically are fetishes, but they are also what you would consider a sexual orientation, right? Because those do tie in to your fetish. If you say, I am pansexual, which we'll get into that, but that means that you are attracted sexually to all genders, all gender identities. Doesn't Mm -hmm. mean it has to be a man identifying or female identifying person they could be non-binary they could be um intersex they could be trans it doesn't matter if you're pansexual you like the person not the package right okay so that's the difference between bisexual because bisexual is like i like a man and i like women versus pansexual is like i like them all right and okay. there are, I mean, pansexual and bisexual have been used interchangeably because there are some people who identify as bisexual who are okay with trans partners. Okay. But then there are others who are not. So I prefer to use the term pansexual. While I have never had a trans partner, I am open to having one. I'm not against it at all. Okay. Yeah. So that being said, let's go over to my little because i'm a nerd i love notes i take notes all the time <laughs> so the first, first one with, 101 oh i love it i love it so actually this list is from the kinktionary on fet life um i love fet life i'm on there good luck finding me it's not that hard though so okay. let so, me know before you get into the king what is fet life fet life is a community it's like social media for people who are um outside the norm it okay. says a kink community, but honestly, like, there's a bunch of swingers on there. There's a lot of content creators on there, which that's a little annoying, but, you know, they need sex, too. Um, but it's really just to mm, mingle, essentially. Mingle online. Their their guidelines for posting are a lot more relaxed than Facebook. You're not going to get flagged for having genitals or whatever. Now, they do try to have you tone down, like, if there's actual blood or anything in your photos. But outside of that... Do you? So it sounds like a, sex you like a sexual Like a sexual Instagram. Like the pictures Basically. and the things. That, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And you can you can add friends on here. You There's clubs, groups, or whatever. There's events if someone's hosting a local <laughs> event. Um, you can also explore other kinks and fetishes on here. So like, there's a thing on here if you want to. But the kinktionary, it's almost like a Wikipedia too. Because the kinktionary is 
um, updated by actual people who live like this. So, see, thanks. ooh, see, thank you for that because you know sometimes when you're trying to do and figure out your kinks and fetishes or even what you like, <coughs> where's a safe space that you can actually, you know, it's explore what that looks like by yourself or with your partner. So knowing that there's mm-hmm. a whole, you know, Instagram, Facebook like. Mm-hmm scenario because you know Facebook is comfortable to be able to say a lot of things but now that you know that yeah. this one that's you know more sexually charged that is okay More less censoring than Facebook Facebook will sense you for using the word white it's ridiculous but this will <laughs> this will let you do whatever you want within reason and there is a large community of black people on that life and um all different all different fetishes and kinks are on here and the communities there are like black centered communities on here too and they are not one who is like hey you know we are not going to allow you to discriminate they're like if you want to have a quote-unquote safe space for yourself on here do it it's in their terms and conditions like you all agree to it so oh that's so awesome all the staff members are also they also have real profiles they are real people on this website too Oh, see, that's so good to know. So that now you know. So for our viewers, if you're looking for for that life, that that life is real. And fetlife.com, f-e-t-l-i-f-e.com. I love it. So I'm actually <laughs> looking at our time right now. Like we've been talking about all the things with the fetishes and all the things that comes before with it. Right. <laughs> and so before we even get into that list, let you know we it's about that time for that blast artist spotlight because mm-hmm. let's 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 go ahead and hit that before we get into the list of the list. No doubt, no doubt. So, uh, tonight we got my boy Hakeem Romance, and this song is called Balance. Let's check it out. Say the word and let me know what I 
show you things that you never seen before. Just don't cross that line. I leave you behind disrespectfully. You don't put some things that's heavy on my soul. So heavy I can't carry it. I lose control. Whoa, 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 whoa. Balance. Oh no, no, no. Oh no, no, no. And that was Hakeem Romance with Balance. And if you are an independent artist or a spoken word poet that's looking for some exposure, you can go to BlastMusic247.com and register for free. But also, Blast is looking for the fans. So if you are fans of great music, you can also go to BlastMusic247.com, register as a fan, and have access to hundreds and hundreds of music. Blast is changing the industry one artist at a time. And before I go into the guest company that sponsors the show, Courtney, I wanted to ask you, did you um, go to the in Orlando? I did. It was one of my first experiences of like going outside of the sex shops in my area. And when mm-hmm. I tell you, that was my favorite place to be. Like, anytime I go to Cocoa Beach, I would put it around, bitch, I got to go to Fair Villa. Because <laughs> between the costumes, the comics, the toys, mm-hmm. all of it. It's like um, back in the day, Toys R Us on steroids for adults. So Thanks. I would get like the happy dance. It'd be like, ah, we pulled up. So I haven't been to Fair Villa in, ooh, 15 years. So I'm over, overdue. I was talking to my partner about it. I'm like, yo, I need to take you to Cocoa Beach. He's like, why? Because Fair Villa's there. He's like, for what is that? I said, it will change your life. For anyone that has been to an Ikea store, it's literally like that, but it's all sex stuff, if you will. And the time me and, yeah, the time me and Dimples went, we went we went during Halloween. So they had all the outfits out. It was so dope. So dope. So definitely need to check them out. However, if ever you happen to need some play stuff. You can get your love on by going to the lovefetish.shop and that's L O V E F E T Y S H dot shop to get you some great stuff. And being a playground exclusive discount, if you put in pad 15, you get 15% off your entire order. All right. So I'm going to leave this here while the stream is going. You ladies keep doing your thing. See you later. Thank you. So getting into it um sexual orientations right uh we talked about pansexual um and versus bisexual mm-hmm. and i honestly bi does mean two i really don't right. feel like terms are that interchangeable but people do use them interchangeably because um if you are saying trans man or woman they're still a man or a woman so um this one no judgment i just say this right now no judgment i just personally because of who i am i don't understand this one okay. we're just start at the top of the a's so asexual yeah. no judgment um, again but be called ace but <sighs> okay so it <laughs> usually refers to a person who experiences low or no sexual attraction towards others other types of attraction can be experienced, such as sensual, aesthetic, physical, or romantic. What? So you're not sexually attracted to anyone, but you can Romantically, feel... 
basically you could you know okay so i found this christian couple a long time ago it's like they're they're in the news or whatever at one point but they were saving themselves to marriage so the problem is they got married and then they never actually had sex so they were five years into their marriage and never had sex and i i wonder if they were asexual both of them so i've met people who are asexual before and there's mm-hmm. like it's just not a thing to me they say that they're more into the inter beings of a person and they find gratification from talking and holding hands and all the things i just can't imagine not wanting to have sex like ever you never want to have sex I, I always wonder if it's like a hormone thing or I always think it's about chemicals because I'm like as and again no judgment to anyone I give it to the monks and the and the nuns who choose to live yeah. that life but I don't believe that you don't have sexual urges and you don't have the need for or the the want for sex and you just choose to stay abstinent and so I've met people that they have been married and they like we sleep separately we do not have sex with each other but they have loving lasting relationships they love their spouse but that is just not something that they um interact with and you know to i mean one of my best friends she's not asexual but she goes through periods of being asexual like completely doesn't want to deal with people at all but for how long Okay, but, like, so, okay, let's be real. How's the longest you can go without sex? Like, as an asexual like person... five years deep. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you mean, like... And, like, like you never, years? like, you don't want any, like, and, and then she doesn't have, like, friendships. I'm like, so you don't want to have, like, any... I can see if you had friendships, but she's like, it's just, you know, it's just too much right now. It's too much work, but I'm like, okay, but ever <laughs> like, it's like so not even with yourself like okay no. if you're asexual you don't even have so like this or there's nothing ever no she didn't she had no interest she said maybe like like once every couple months for herself but like as far as with another person like zero desire and i was just like mm. i've made it four months and i thought i was gonna <laughs> go crazy like i was peeling the paint off the walls she of, said four months. I'm like four hours <laughs> I just I did I was like I was in, going through a transition and going through my divorce whatever so I was just like mm. I focus on me and well, mm. I realized I'm an angry person without sex like if I'm not getting laid and getting the back broke on a regular I am not someone I'd be feeling bad you know I'm beefing out I'm beefing on ba- bacon on breakfast what's wrong with you what's wrong with you is like nil yeah no You're like so to to the people, I hope you have like monk night monk like personality and you can hold it down. Give you all but the But I also commend that you know that about yourself. Yeah. It's too often we try to fit into what we think society wants for us and like you don't. You you know you don't fit into it and you don't make apologies for it and it's good for you. You know what? Now that I think about it, I was I was actually in a relationship with someone who I really think was asexual because they did not enjoy sex at all and they prefer not to and I asked him was the longest you've gone without being sexually active and he said eight years I was like what like that's almost a decade like you really like nothing it's like you know it just really doesn't like it's nice when it's there but it's not a big deal I can just go with or without it and I'm like yeah yeah I was just like 
That's so, for me. Okay. <laughs> I, but I think like that's really important to have those conversations because if no, you're no. like a hypersexual person with an asexual person. Yeah, because um, that could cause problems. You could think it's you or whatever, but if you have the communication to say, like, I'm just really not feeling it right now, it doesn't mean they care about you any less. They're just sexually, they don't um, express their feelings by sex. So if you're in those one conversation, if you're in that type of relationship, so am I allowed to get sexual gratification from somebody else because you are asexual? that. And I, I do know of a couple who the husband, so they're, the husband is trans, so the husband is asexual, and but the other partner is not. So the other partner does seek sex with other people, but they do still desire sex with their asexual husband. They just, you know, it's whenever it happens, they take the opportunity. Okay. The whole family, they have kids and everything, so, you know clearly works for them whatever works okay asexual down next this one i okay i saw this i was like oh okay it's called autosexual okay auto meaning self right so it usually refers to a person who is more physically attracted to themselves than to others and they prefer masturbation to sex with the partner that sounds like a good old-fashioned narcissist who just likes to watch himself right. in the mirror. So that's like the first thing that came to mind. It's like, yes, I'm so wonderful. Uh, Those guys like record themselves. But yes, like, going, like oh. this. And they're like on the counter or whatever. <laughs> so that's why I was like, okay. <laughs> it's like, you love you more than anyone. Got mm-hmm. it. But then I thought, what if this also applies to people who like mutual masturbation? They don't want to have sex. But they like to mutually masturbate. You're still technically with someone, technically, but they're parallel play. But you're okay, but with parallel play, I feel like I'm getting watching you getting turned on by watching you, and you're getting turned by watching me. It's not so much based off of myself. But am I watching you? How do you know? That's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. ah. <laughs> but am I watching you? Just because I look over there to me, because what if I'm looking over there to see that? Because what if I'm like an exhibitionist, right? So I'm masturbating okay. and you're watching me. And, so and that I'm turns me on even more that you're watching right. me do you're it. Watching me enjoy myself, but not that we're doing it together. All yeah. right. All right, that's a new word for me. I see it. I see it. I see it. Okay. Again, that makes me think of the frat boy who's in the mirror. Like, you know, like the guy who's watching, like, lifting weights going, ugh. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> Same thing. I Same concept. All those, those bros at the gym every now and again. And yes. Just, like, you can do that at home. Like, <laughs> so I'm that person who always thinks that when I see you in the gym running or you're in the window and you're doing your curls and your phone's there, I'm like, you do that at home. My trainer was standing next to me, and this guy said, hey, bro, can you move out the way? And he was like, oh, yeah. He's like, I'm trying to look at the mirror. And he was like, oh, no doubt. And when I looked over, he's got the camera on himself in the mirror while he's lifting weights. And I was like, you could have just sat at the bench in front of the mirror. Listen, <laughs> listen, he is in love with himself. He gets his strokes in wherever he can. So, but at least now we know there's a name to it. Okay. Sexual. 
All right. And, you know, on the topic of sex, like kinks versus fetishes, if you are an exhibitionist and you like to perform for other people, that's a kink. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a fetish. It becomes a fetish when you cannot have sex at all because you're not aroused unless people are watching you. Okay. And those people usually go to jail because they're flashers, just so you know. Just say. <laughs> so that is not what I thought. That was not what I thought you was going to take it to. I like those so. Okay, go to jail. <laughs> or or maybe those are the people who like to have sex outside, and it is the only way that they really get turned on is knowing but that they're outside. Usually to jail at some point. <laughs> I think if you're smart enough and you know where the you have to have pre if that is your lifestyle, you need to go yeah. like scope out your we community have, have safe places, and yeah. find safe places like Joe. So tonight we're gonna go in and we're gonna go downtown. So you have to pre-scope out the places and then check out which angles are safe mm-hmm. to have sex in those spaces. So you gotta be like the right clothes. You where can you bend down and stay down for a little bit? Or where can you, you know, drop down and get your ego on and therefore no one can see you. So I think it can, it can work, but mm-hmm. you just need to be stealthy, learn the perimeter, and then also have some good cop friends. So you can mm. call somebody and be like, hey. So, you know, part of the sun, you know. <laughs> I think so, it's out. So locally, if you are in the Tampa Bay area and you are an exhibitionist, you can go to a club. It's called Eyes Wide Shut. It is a swingers club. They do have a group playroom, so you can play in there. A lot of the adult theaters, like Fantasyland and uh, in Orlando, there's secrets. You can play there and be watched and be safe and not get arrested. So don't go out. Don't don't get arrested, y'all. Just don't don't do be it. Be safe. Do your research. If you want to be out up. there, busting <laughs> it open. Look at your surroundings. Don't be busting it open yeah. at the pier. Don't be Don't busting be it open in the mall. Or, yeah. or, no, or nowhere near children. Nothing weird. Just keep around. it. Yeah, so, okay. And then don't be, and don't think it's safe to go to the pay ground at midnight and be like, ooh, no. I'm doing it on the swings. You're going no. to jail. You're yeah, going you're to jail. Going, you're not you're going to jail. Not do that. $100, yeah. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> this one I like. Um, my friend that I was talking about earlier identifies as this but and and we'll talk about it later but there's sexual orientations and romantic orientations so okay. it's called demisexual and they identify as a demisexual now for me this was a little hard to unpack because in my mind I'm like how can you be this if you like one night stands or if you so what is a demisex? So what is that exactly? So it is a person who usually develops sexual attraction after they've established a deep emotional connection. Yeah. So friends or, but but how does that work when you have a one night stand? So okay, could you maybe is there a definition of one night stand? It might be someone that they know really well, and then they decide to have sex with them one time. So I thought maybe it would be like, it's a person you talk to and you just, you felt that vibe and you really were attracted to, to the person because intellectually or whatever, you guys mesh so well, or maybe you had the same uh, hobbies or whatever. And you became like instant friends. Remember back in the day, like you're my friend now. And that was it. You were friends. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe it's like that. 
but that does happen. Like sometimes I, so I, that's not so hard for me to unpack because I have met some people, especially when you're back in the day, like, come on, think about your whole days. You're like, yo man, it's like an instant connection. And you're like, yo, you're. <laughs> We're gonna make yourself a little more professional. We're gonna take your whore days and so instead of your whole days, your whole days was like okay, it, good. it's an H E A U X, by the way. That's the oh. preferred term because we're fancy over here. <laughs> we're high class hoes. <laughs> You're some high class hoes. So when you was in your high class whole days, but that's the difference from your high class whole days versus your regular whole days. Your high class mm-hmm. whole days is like, hold on, I have provisions and boundaries with it. My whole days is just like I'm getting it in and right. it don't really, really matter. I'm just trying to figure it out. And sometimes it's that, what did you say? You like this too? Oh my God, you like that music? Let me see your print. Oh my God, your print is everything. I'm instantly attracted. Let's have sex. So for me, I can see that because there's, it's like, oh, there's an instant attraction, there's a connection, and then you got, you got the hunk of talk. The hunk of talk is sitting there and it's like, ha. Or, you know, or other way around, you see the punana and it's just there and it's like, oh, it's pretty. And then let's go. And so, you know, I can see how that can be a thing. Well, now remember, a fetish can be something, it's something that you're, you need to be sexually attracted to, but people can have more than one fetish. Mm. So maybe being um, attracted to someone who is your friend is a fetish for you. However, there's other fetishes that would still allow you to be sexually aroused, which the imprint or, you know, they smell just right. And then those fetishes are enough for you to be sexually attracted to that person so that you could ignore the fact that they're not really a friend or have an emotional bond connected with. So you just touched on something like that fetish of smell. I think that's the thing. Like if you if you don't smell good, I'm not interested. If you smell, mm. like smelling really good will get you yeah, to that's the point. definitely a fetish for me. You don't even have to smell good. You just can't smell bad. If you smell like the absence of scent, I'm fine. But if you smell really good, I'm great. But if you smell bad, it's over. I'm done. So there's something about a smell. Like, I am definitely a smell person. I'd be feeling for my partner because I buy him all these colognes. And I explained to him, I said, these are really not for you. They're for me. He's like, yeah. what? I said, I need you to smell. I love that you smell in different ways because those are different ways I'm going to attack you. So if I want to come at you, like, really, like, Rrr! so I'm going to spray you down in this one and I'm going to sniff you and then I'm coming for you. So, you know, that, that smell thing. A man that smell, a person that smell good, you smell good. Like I will see you in a mall and will come talk to you if you smell like. What are you wearing? Like automatically, I'm now interested yeah. in you because I now you smell person, good. Strangers, you smell. I, this is one guy. He was so cute. He's a little chubby black dude. And I walked. I was like, my person was like, damn. And I walked by. I was like, is that you? I said, like, you smell really good. What are you wearing? He's like, oh, you know, like it's <laughs> like twirling his hair. <laughs> I'm sorry. You smell really good. Like, no, listen. Really good. You can be ugly as all get out or by the stereotypical what mm-hmm. ugly is. If you smell good, I'm going to say, hey, man, let me tell you something. You smell mm-hmm. delicious. Like, that's an automatic, like, attraction of, ooh, yeah. you're going to catch my attention if you smell good. Because I'm like, you know, like those game commercials when you're like... <sighs> Yes. Ooh, yes. I get those little, uh, what do they call them? The small spaces things in my car. When I look in my car, I'm like, oh my God, my car smells so good. Like, it's just immediately melting into the seats. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it's an instant, like, a turn on. It's like, but it's like, oh. yeah. It's just like all your everything, your endorphins, your everything just release and you relax. And yeah, it's a thing. 
Mm-hmm. What I see, I need to. We need to put a pen in that. I need to know what that's called because I'm like, what is it? It's like, do you smell good? You might. I'm sure it. there's probably something. Probably could find it, but um, you'll love this one because when I first saw this one, I was like, oh, okay, this is all about money. But it's fin sexual. So usually when you hear fin, F-I-N, you think finances, but it's yeah. actually fin refers to feminine in nature. So you are attracted to people who are feminine regardless of gender identity. Okay. You could be a feminine gay man and as a man you would be attracted to them even if they're not an actual female identifying person. Okay, so just someone who has that nice feminine soft energy, you're, mm-hmm. you you enjoy that person. Okay. And I did read a profile recently that the guy said I'm a, I'm attracted to femininity and I was like, "Oh, you're finsexual." I know that term. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. So I think that makes sense. Sometimes you'll meet people, and I've met some men who are like, "Oh, I'm not gay, but I like feminine people." People, period. Soft and yeah, you know, just like, there, I are, just, there are women out there who are not soft. I mean, we see them all the time. They wouldn't be attracted to them. Listen, I have met some horde, horde ladies. We're just like. Because like I like masculine energy and like, but I've never been with a masculine identifying female. I've always been with like the girly girls, and so I'm just like, I'm really confused about myself right now because I'm really attracted to you. (laughs) (laughs) So okay, so when I think about that, like on the flip of it, it's like when you see a really masculine presenting female. Who may be very beautiful, but has that very masculine stuff. So you kind of crack your head to the side. You're like, saw one on Snapchat recently. I'm very confused. I'm very confused. There's a lot of things going on because when I'm looking at you, I see this, but then I see this, and then I'm very confused, and I don't know how to process. I guess it is some TikTok videos and thirst trap TikToks. That's where they get me. Stop (laughs) it. (laughs) See, first of all. TikTok's the devil. You be watching that stuff, you be like... TikTok is filthy, y'all. I would never watch TikTok in front of my kids or my mom ever. It is filthy. Before you never know what's going to come on. It's going to be someone talking nasty to me on BookTok. Absolutely. And it could be anything (laughs) or like... I like I have a thing for like food porn. I love anything to deal with cooking and stuff. So I was mm-hmm. one thing. It's like this dude who smacks the the the. Um, oh, I know him very well. I you know what I'm talking about? He be in there molding it. <laughs> and he, and donut is, daddy, by the way. Yes, like he's smacking the dough and kissing it, and then it fondling it. And I'm like, and looks it. I'm like. Oh, my, <sighs> my kids walked in the room. I was like, yo, you can't watch this. Like, what you watching, mommy? Food videos. I'm like, no, this is like, this is. Stuff. This is like <laughs> corn food. Nuts. You can't you can't watch this. He'll take the donut and he'll swirl on us and the Whew. or like when they're opening up the bread and making it bigger, and I'm just like I'm, I'm just like, like I'm not old enough for this. I'm not <laughs> first of all, that's like the dirtiest donut of your life. You'd be like, I don't know if I should eat that. Like and then you he takes just... the bite at the end. And I'm like why did you make that bite so sexual? <laughs> like, then you want to bite behind him, but then if you do, you might have an orgasm. So it's like this is not like you know that I just, stuff tastes real good. So good. no, I want it to be nasty because all that love you didn't put into it, I feel like that's a raunchy ass donut. Like I, it comes with cream filling. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't, <laughs> it. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Yeah, yeah. 
said no to the cream filling. <laughs> no, listen, listen, listen. Uh, uh-uh. I don't want you to watch you do all that. To- you do all that to that eclair. I don't know what it's filled with. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. This just it's too much. It's too much. It, <laughs> it does. No, it does. It does. I want to know if I'm getting Boston cream or or You're Christmas Boston, Boston cream, cream. All right. You're Boston cream. So done. The notes. So done. Fray sexual F A F R A Y sexual fray. Okay. It's considered a form of gray sexual, and it is the opposite of demisexual. Since demi, you have to be friends or have an emotional connection before you're sexually attracted to them. A fray sexual has little or no attraction with people once they become deeply connected to them, especially. If they become emotionally closer and or stable, I understand gray. I do. I do. I hundred percent. I might have some of that gray in there back in the day. If you were you were real great until you started to like get comfortable, and now not so much. <laughs> Don't do me. I, I I can say I can say I was definitely a gray person when I was single because I don't. I was not for that lovey-dovey stuff. Oh my God, I think you're great. We should go out together. I was instantly like- Go for me, fam. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I have to block you now. You have feelings and emotions. And like, as soon as you're like, why don't you want to be my girlfriend? Oh my God, you just ruined it. You just ruined it. I don't want to. Yeah. I, because all that emotional stuff, that's a lot of work and baggage. I'm coming for a mission. Come. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Satisfy. I need to go home. I don't want to hang out with you. You can't make stay the like night. Go home. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to make breakfast. I don't want you to make me get lunch. Like, let's go out on a date. For why? I don't need to. I don't want to be seen with you. I just I like to... I like that. Listen, we met at a stoplight of all places, and then I called him when I would get off work. I get off work. I work three to eleven. We know what time I'm coming home. Like midnight, one o'clock. You know what I'm calling you over for? I need to Obviously, he said, "Why don't we ever go anywhere?" Well, great. Now you're gonna mess it up, and now we can't talk anymore. Right? Because there's sometimes <laughs> that, and I think that men think that that's oh, it's like it's a, it's like a sexist type of thing. Like they are the only ones who are like that. No, a lot of women are like, I don't. I literally just needed to go to sleep. Right. It's like, and I think sometimes that comes with like, um, and not to pigeonhole it, but I I can speak for like myself as, as as a boss woman who can mm-hmm. make their own stuff, do their own things. I don't feel the necessity at the time to get into all that emotional lovey dove stuff because one, I don't have that emotional capacity for you, nor do I feel like I need to. You're I didn't have just, time. Right, I really don't. Like I was like, especially back then, I was like, I was single mom. I'm a business mm-hmm. owner. I'm a nurse. I'm, I'm doing my community work. <laughs> I don't want to bring you anywhere. I don't want you to say that you have claim on me. I'm here to yeah. work, and I'm just here to. Um, get some stress out like you're just a stress reliever but as soon as they're talking about that ooh, i love you no i'm done that's fine oh, i was like oh <laughs> i want you to be my old lady you're old what oh i was instantly yeah. you used to laugh at me he's like what happened to so-and-so oh he got attached it was too much yep and he'll be like but you really liked him i did and then he talked and then it was done you ruined it so you opened your mouth so <clears throat> we have more, but we're on H's, by the way. We've almost got it's an A to Z list. 
So we I will love it. touch on the rest of them the next time you see us. Give me one more. Um, Give me one more. Give me one more to fill it out and then we'll close it out. Give me something good. Okay. So before I before I give you this last one, just I wanted to let everybody remember that we also have a Reddit, so you can hop on there if you want to ask anonymous questions. Uh, Reddit is r forward slash playground after dark. Go on there, pop on our community, join us and ask questions. This last one you'll probably see on any website that is dealing with um, multiple partners, AKA swinger sites. It is hetero flexible. So you might possibly be only hetero in your normal life. But you, you might dibble dabble every now and again. You might be okay if you're a man with getting oral from another man or even providing oral from the man, but you stop at actual penetration. Or for a woman, you might be okay with everything above the waist and nothing below. Or you might be okay with a girl touching you below the waist, but you don't reciprocate, but you are flexible. <laughs> so I was just looking at my hetero self and I was like, well, my legs is pretty flexible. I can move them around, but that's about as flexible as it gets. But, but would you be okay with another girl joining you? I mean, you wouldn't obviously go out of your way to seek that person, but who knows? Maybe that person does it for you and then you risk it for a biscuit, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Not risk it for a biscuit. Well, first yep. of all, I'm gluten and dairy free, so that would have to be some kind of biscuit for me to bite it, honey. So, mm. you know, I you know love I love it. to bake for people's allergies, so. Ah, I'm so I'm done. That's like there might be the right biscuit out there. And you a biscuit, you never know. You you never know. You know, (laughs) I I think a lot of people is just like they're afraid of their own kinks and whatever else makes them feel good. And I think that you know, be open about what makes you feel comfortable and what not. You know, um, with that way, oh no, like I don't know how (laughs) I would feel if I was dealing with a man who wanted who was comfortable with that. I think it might throw me off because I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I think it was more of a conversation that has had. I've never been in that situation before. We're going to start with this one, by the way, because we have more to talk about this. Yes. We're (laughs) going to come back to this. And I so love that we were able to get into the cake. I love it. And we're getting into the fetish of... And we're going to continue the same conversation next week. We're going to go in. We're going to finish up with this one and then dive in even deeper. So I'm super excited about all these good things. And, you know, until next week, I'm Courtney and Princess Rossi. It is always a pleasure as always. You know, you always come in here and bringing in the good biscuit. (laughs) Yes, I love it. And we will see you next time at the Playground After Dark. All right, you guys have a great weekend. Have fun. Be pleasuring yourselves and go get you some toys. Y'all take care. Yes.